1: Love, talk radio
3: It's time for the com radio show com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA If you need help with the VA log on to com. Now here's your host
2: Gerald Cook Welcome ladies and gentlemen on this uh, well 14th day of June 2018, we're here with our co-host, Jay Basser, and uh, today our guest speaker is John Rossi, and we're going to continue this HR 299. Uh, This will be the second episode we're doing on it. We want to be certain everyone out there... uh, is aware of it uh pros and cons you know uh uh the good thing about it uh, we know is that the uh blue water navy veterans certainly do need taken care of and and the b a uh that's their their responsibility and see to it that they are taken care of properly and And uh, so, let me give you all our call-in number in case you have any questions or comments. Our call-in number is 347-237-4819. Our call-in number, once again, is 347-237-4819. And... When you uh, get in there, a lady will be talking. That She talks. Just hit the number one, and that will put you in the queue with us. If we see you in the queue, of course, we'll ask you if you have a question or comment. Uh, or, you know, some people just tune in to listen. Uh, oh, we have a caller in here right now. Uh, Bernie, are you in here?
1: Yeah, uh, hi Gerald. Uh, how you uh, hi doing, John Basser and hi John Rossi. Long time no see. Oh hi Bert. Hi, hi. <laughs> Yeah, this should be quite a show.
2: Well uh, yes. Uh, what's your uh, impression of this Blue Water Navy there I mean uh, evidently there's a bill out there, H R. two nine nine. Yep. Um uh, that uh, is coming up for a boat, and they wanna raise everyone uh uh the v a home loans uh everyone's house payment uh uh two or three dollars whatever it may be uh, I yep. don't know how they can nail down a a final number without uh, a lot more work done on this. I'm not even sure they know how many Blue Water Navy veterans uh, they actually do have and how many's going to file uh, claims. Um, so uh, we're dealing with some unknown numbers, but uh, I feel like it's a possibility this $2 or $3 could run out to Twenty, twenty five, thirty, fifty, who knows.
1: Uh, once
2: well, so they get Ger- the approval it could go
1: hog Well, Gerald, they put it in uh to, uh HR two ninety nine, uh these fee- loan fees, which kinda of surprised me at first. But you know, if they all vote on it, it'll get this thing rolling to to a great extent. But there was another idea they had too Uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I get my DIC check in the bank, uh, I get $1,283.11. Well, the $0.11 I never even add into my checking account. But I read somewhere uh, that they might be even considering these little COLA uh, additional pocket change that could... uh, possibly come out to a su- substantial amount, you know, when you consider how many veterans might be getting that little added, added uh, you know, pocket change thing. Uh, That's has, true. The, That's John, true. have you heard anything on that?
4: Well, you're uh, talking about the what they're calling a round-down.
1: Uh, yeah, um, yeah.
4: Yeah. Essentially, just like you say, when you get – Let's say your check is, you know, a hundred dollars and twenty-two cents. That twenty-two cents gets held back and thrown into a kitty, uh, and that will add up enough to uh, pay for a lot of veteran benefits. But they um, here earlier last summer, they kind of they shot that one down. That was one that most of the larger VSOs
1: um, oh, did not okay. support. So and, and
4: I don't blame them for not supporting it, because that's, uh, even though it's only $0.11, cents or, or at most, it's $0.99 cents a month, which is uh, $11 a year or something, which is the maximum. Uh, it's it's not much, but veterans shouldn't have to be paying for other veteran benefits. But
1: that's, well, uh, I no, I agree with you, of course. You're right, John, you know, and... You know, in 2010, when uh, 2010 NEMER came through, and the cost, you know, they were going through all these rigorous rules on the cost, uh, my position was, who cares? Who cares what it costs? You know, uh, because, you know, I agree with you. Veterans should not be required to pay, uh,
2: you know, from the
1: disability checks or whatever it is, uh, but then again, the reason they put the this uh, idea of loan fees is to put it all in the same bill, which also covers spinal bifida potential for Thailand, uh, uh, you know, children of Thailand and Korean veterans, because they're not covered right. for spinal bifida, bifida. I'm probably saying that wrong, but. Um, uh, I was talking to Gerald, and, you know, that there's so many ways that the VA could save money themselves to put towards whatever this might cost, you know, for Blue Water Navy veterans. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm prepared to talk on that, but then again, you guys probably have a, a lot on your mind that you want to talk about uh, on this subject that, um, you know,
2: Well, what's some of these other avenues you're thinking about, Berta?
1: Well, uh, Gerald, the the VA, of course, you know, if you get uh, a lot of information from the VA, press Uh release and all that stuff, they are looking for ways to look at their infrastructure because there are buildings on VA property that are not being utilized. And a good example is uh, I live uh, about 22 minutes from the Bath, VA. Um, medical center Uh, that was a civil war hospital and there are still buildings there that were uh, in pictures where you see civil war veterans in the first photography that they were even coming out with at the time now one thing about the vast VA everything is well maintained so even though some of these buildings are vacant uh, they probably are checked and inspected once in a while to make sure everything might still be working um, and and this this is one reason I thought of it. Uh, the Division of Veterans Affairs for the state of New York pays rent to rent a small home next to the VA chapel, which is a short walk from the walk from the main hospital. Uh, I don't know how much rent they pay. I tried to find out, but I couldn't uh, get that information. But they do pay rent. And it's a home that they have converted into um, offices. Uh, there are also four other homes that are considered VA property when you go in or out of uh, RVA, which is absolutely beautiful. Uh, and it, it crosses the Cohocton River, which um, is kind of narrow. It's a very narrow bridge. It's a narrow river at that point. But those four homes right after that bridge—they're always well maintained, and they're all—they're—they're they're all empty. There are four of them, and I know someone who worked for the VA, and he paid rent uh, to live in one of those buildings for about ten years, and two or three of their directors paid rent to live in two or three of the other homes. Now those four homes are sitting there, and can be easily converted uh, into offices for other state entities. I mean, my position is if New York State Division of Veterans can pay rent for VSOs, uh, veterans' representatives, on the VA site, why not consider uh, maybe uh, offices uh, for, you know, the New York State Health Department or Department of Human Services or this, that, and the other? Uh, Some of them have um, offices, small offices in the Bath area. But, you know, Gerald, it it just kind of drives me crazy because, and I'll tell you my other gripe and then I'll shut up. Uh, We also have the Steuben County, um, what's it called, Uh, Veteran Service Agency, which is another place where a veteran can go and get information and file a claim and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they've moved three times in 30 years I've been here. And they moved uh, twice to places that veterans, if they were outpatients but could travel out of the VA, you know, to go to the local shopping mall or, you know, Chinese restaurant, they could literally walk over that bridge. And if they're willing to walk maybe a good 15 minutes on a nice day in beautiful New York, they would get right to the service agency. Um, But to make long story short, the service agency moved all the way up to Route 54. Uh, It's where my doctor is and another big hospital, and it's on the outskirts of uh, the Village of Bath. So that means that any veteran patient that might need a VSO, and wants to acquire the uh, county uh, representatives to represent them, because they can hold PLA. uh they can't walk there anymore. They've got to uh, either get a bus. There's very few buses. They've actually started a bus route in, in the village of Bath, but there's very few buses. I doubt if they've got more than two, and I doubt if they have more than two taxis. And When I moved up here, they didn't have any of that. They didn't have buses or taxis. So my point is, why would, you know, it makes no common sense to me that the county uh, agencies, Cuban County Veterans Affairs Agency, moved so far away to pay rent when they could have moved into the VA grounds, after all the State of New York Division of Veterans Affairs does, and uh of course they maybe feel that they were competing. But but I mean there's things like this that, that can be utilized within the VA system to save money. Uh money that could be well spent on presumptive leg- legislation and um disability for bluewater.
2: Now, now I've read somewhere about where the BA had now um I'm not positive, but I think it was seven or 800 buildings nationwide that were not being utilized at all, and maintaining them was, uh, oh, uh, an unbelievable amount of money. Oh, yeah.
1: They still have to be
2: maintained. uh, And, uh, uh, you know, if they sold off that, some of those buildings, uh, the you know the ones that demanding the most, uh, you know, uh, funds to maintain them. Uh, I would I would think some of them have to have twenty-four hour day uh, uh, security guards or something. Someone going around they have to pay to uh, keep an eye on them. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And our uh, VA
1: is full of cameras everywhere you go. So yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. And I'm so assuming that even. That could the, be a,
2: a large number of of this money they're seeking. I mean, yeah. why are they sitting here spending, blowing? Well, I call it blowing money. Nobody would do that. Uh no. I mean the real estate's high right now, they could sell off a lot of this and and probably take care of some of these different groups like the Blue Water Navy, uh, the burn pit personnel, you know. Uh I'm sure some of these buildings are quite expensive.
1: Oh, absolutely, Gerald. Absolutely. And the security's part of the maintenance. Uh and uh And I would think that any state agency would be well able to afford uh, buying or renting those buildings uh, because our our state taxes are extremely high in New York, you know. And and I'm assuming it would have to be a state agency because it's federal property. You see what I mean? Uh,
2: Yeah, a state agency could pick them up. But, uh, you know, I mean, if they picked them up at fair market value, uh, of course, they would have to pick them up as a wholesaler, maybe, but uh, a wholesale price. However, I mean, there could be a sizable amount of funds there available. Oh, absolutely,
1: Carol. And uh, the four homes that, uh, two of them are on each side of the little road that crosses the river and takes into the main facility uh, uh, down here in Bath, New York. Uh, A lot of people have wondered, well, why don't they turn them into uh,
0: uh,
1: buildings to house homeless veterans, which is also a good idea. And then somebody said, yeah, but you'd have to have a staff there and everything and, and food and everything like that. Well, uh, they could be served food right from the VA kitchen, but serving all the inpatients anyhow. They're on federal property, but they would need a staff. But another problem with the VA, too, though, Gerald, they're losing people. I mean, uh, doctors and nurses are leaving the VA. Uh, I don't know the main reason why. Why? And it just might be uh, a coincidence that it seems like um, I was reading an article the other day uh, where, you know, uh, well, well, actually the truth is the VA is changing. The changes are slow. uh, And because of the accountability uh, bill and everything, uh, uh, I think they're looking more carefully at some of the situations that come before them. And I think a lot of doctors and nurses are are reluctant to stay. And what happens with privatization, Uh, this new idea where veterans, well, Trump said it on TV. It's not exactly the way it's been presented on paper, though. But he said any veteran can go anywhere to get care. Yeah. But when you read the actual guidelines of the regulations, and, and I don't know if they're going to come up for public comment or not, they're still giving the power to the VA to decide who could go get a private doctor.
2: Yes, they are.
1: Yeah, so, so you know, and listen, if, I, if a lot of VA doctors do not want their patients to be seen privately because they're going to be taking a chance that they been, you know, treating the veteran improperly. I mean, it might not be a matter of negligence, but it might, you know. And uh, I think a lot of the doctors are worried because they only seem to want to treat symptoms without cause. And I've been seeing that for 30 years.
2: Well, they, uh, to me, it seemed like the BA has a failure to diagnose properly. And well, I don't it, know whether that's by accident or by design or they intentionally i well I know um two veterans that went to uh Fayetteville, arkansas hospital
1: yeah they
2: and they went for their all their medical care was down there. They did not diagnose him with cancer until it was stage four.
1: Oh, gee. Both of them. Well, well, you know, that's the world I live in.
2: That's that's not right.
1: No, no, it isn't. They almost killed my husband's best friend, and I got him 100% plus SMC, permanent total, for the rest of his life. Because they could have just diagnosed him properly. Long before they did, and of course, uh, it's the same with my husband. He's it, it, if I ever really finish my book about my husband, the title will be "Death by VA."
2: And that you know, would <laughs> be Agent Arms killed it. Yeah,
1: but but and that that award trumped my um, 1151 DIC and was a, a the biggest award I ever got at that point. But it still doesn't change the fact that they did. Uh, misdiagnosed him uh, in four different ways and uh, could have many times. I mean, it's bad enough that nobody picked up on this stuff here locally, but he went to another VA, Syracuse. He was sent there by ambulance, and those doctors, I guess I asked them too many questions because they definitely tried to cover up what they had done down here, back VA. And uh, but I proved the cover up too, but uh, but then again uh, I, I, it, it, that's always a good uh, discussion for uh, shows now and then. all 11:51 and FPCA claims, um, but in any event um, I'm gonna uh, I'm actually gonna get off the phone um, if that's okay with you guys and listen to the rest yeah. of the show. Okay, uh, because uh, I'm. Uh, that, A veteran friend of mine is coming over, and I'm going to try and get him to listen, too. And he he won't call in. He's scared to death to call in the radio station. Well, that's all right. Uh, Yeah, but uh, anybody listening in, uh, I'm glad you said the number again, 347-237-4819, and they have to press 1. Oh, and I got some other information from the uh, Hanoi newspaper uh, today that was pretty interesting about Monsanto. But I'll save that for another show, Cheryl.
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we want to get the word out uh, on this uh, Blue Water Navy, what they're trying to pull here. Uh, I mean, we know there's uh, Blue Water Navy veterans that are very deserving. Uh, They've been hit with Agent Orange, and they have Agent Orange diseases. There's no reason why the VA should not pay them. It, it shouldn't be this farce this, uh, of a story, well, we don't have the funds, when we all of us know they do have the funds. Yeah. And and uh, if they don't, they can just crank up the printing presses. They need to take care of these veterans. Yeah. What yeah. in the world? Yeah. Uh, who are they trying to? They think we're a bunch of silly goose. Uh,
1: well, I guess. Well, whatever excuse the VA comes up with, regardless of this situation or the claims process or whatever it is, Daryl, it is to <laughs> stave things off and let them take longer. And, and you know they want to take time. Time, but time is the enemy of veterans.
2: Oh yeah. Not really the I, VA. I, it's I time.
1: How much time do they
2: have
1: to wait on this stuff? And, of course, a
2: lot of them are already dead.
3: Oh, go ahead. I don't mean to politicize. I don't mean to politicize this, but that whole issue as far as having the financial ability to pay is something actually the Republicans started with their sequester. If They put a new bill in. They have to show before it even gets introduced into the House, they have to provide a way to pay for it. That's why this whole issue is, is taking place.
2: Well, that's true, but this yeah. was going on. In the ability to pay was going on a long no, time no. ago, uh, wasn't it? Right. Uh, they have to, if a bill
3: gets introduced in the House, they have to show a way to pay for it, or it won't get introduced in the House. That's the rules that, that were written in Congress.
2: Well, they can take the bonus that needs to, money and give these spend it. These, uh, yeah. uh, VA people.
3: The rule needs to be suspended, center. the VA, yeah. The VA needs to be responsible for paying this bill. As you know the guys were exposed to Agent Orange. If they don't have the money, they could eat some green paper and go to the bathroom and crap it.
2: Yeah. And they need cough it up.
0: <laughs> now, I'm probably well, saying up. That I, you i
1: I'm doing the best yeah. I can do. Well, Gerald, hey, I'm going to hang up, and I hope others will call in, and I'm going to listen to the show, which is better uh, friend of mine, oh, and we're going to definitely learn something. <laughs> yeah. oh,
2: all right. thanks a lot for calling in, Bertha.
1: You're welcome. Bye, guys. Nice being with you for a while again. Oh, yeah. Bye okay. now. Bye. Okay.
4: Well, as usual, Burda brings up some really good points. Uh, there are a lot of... A lot of businesses the VA is in that it really doesn't have a lot of businesses being in, it, like real estate or even education or even financing uh, and loan guarantee stuff. Uh, there's there's are even to be made, I think, on both sides of those uh, issues.
2: Well, that's right. I mean, you know, they're, uh, they get a big block of money. Uh, uh, or funds to uh, supposedly go towards the helping the veterans and the comp and pension, uh, and what do they do? They run out here and build new hospitals that nobody's going to go to or something, Uh Buying these buildings here, there, and yonder, and then keeping maintenance up on them, nobody's using them. What in the world are they doing? Are they getting into the real estate business, or what?
4: Well, it seems they've been in it for quite some time. It's,
2: well, uh, yes, sir, it sure does. Uh, yeah. uh, but uh, And then they come along and say, No, we're sorry, we're broke, we can't take care of you poor guys. It's just tough luck, uh no, it's not tough luck, it's because they didn't they're not doing their job responsibly.
1: They're bad to be,
2: yeah, they're supposed to be stewards of that money and 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 do what's right with it, not give their own selves the exorbitant bonuses uh We need that money from sick veterans out here, and we got a lot of them.
4: Well, I tell you, any job I've ever had that was not a sales job didn't ever have much of a bonus to it. They said, your salary is going to be, and they gave you a number, and that's what you expected. That's what you got. As opposed to expecting some kind of uh, outrageous bonus varied by year to year.
2: Yeah, that's right. And maybe
4: I just maybe never had a good job, I don't
2: know. Well, we should have went to work for the VA, but no, I don't think I would have lasted long. Yeah,
4: yeah, if we got rid, of, got rid of all three of us,
2: probably. <laughs> By the time they gave away a bunch of money and bonus, I mean, and benefits, they would have got rid of me. But yeah, yeah, you could to too much away. But anyway, uh, uh, we have this bill coming up, and somehow we we need to. Get, I hope everyone listening contacts their legislators, their congressmen and senators, so they can uh, put in, you know, say you want this thing looked at uh, more seriously because th- there's a lot of things that could happen with a bill like this. I mean, this is this is something that can open the door to a real nightmare further down the road.
4: Yeah, and your your concern is is that they're um, targeting a pocket of money that uh, that actually belongs to the veterans, and at this point they're saying, "Oh, we're only going to take you know a little bit," but
2: uh, yeah. I think
4: the fear is that uh, over time that. Amount is going to just climb and climb.
2: I, I can see that happening.
4: Well, and, and that's and, like to say, a bad precedent to to get started, started.
2: Well, you know, we all know the VA, and and doggone it, if they get a chance to slip their foot in the door, they're going to shove it open. And and no tell 'em where this will stop. This is not gonna stop with just a two or three dollar uh raise on your house payment. It it can uh, well there's no telling where it'll stop. All right. We got the burn pe uh burn pit personnel we gotta get taken care of. And uh we have uh uh you know, the Gulf War a lot of a lot of Gulf War veterans got hit hard with some of those chemicals. And I'm sure that they're sh- they're showing up, so uh what are they gonna do? Keep raising the raising your house rent till uh everybody's taken care of?
4: Well, that's a really good question. Um, There's another issue about the Blue Water Navy that's of concern to me. Uh, They need to change the name because when they, as written, uh, when this thing goes through and H.R. 299 uh, gets passed uh, in any of the forms that's currently written, uh, they're only saying that they're going to have to that they're going to provide benefits for the ones that serve in the territorial seas. Uh, Now, I understand they're having a really hard time defining exactly what the territorial sea is because uh, uh, there are a couple different definitions they could use. But what that means is the ones that serve further out from the territorial seas, which uh, isn't very far out, those usually or typically are going to be the carrier sailors, and they're not going to be able to partake of the benefits that are offered to the guys that uh, served in the territorial seas.
2: Now, some of the uh,
4: some of the advocates for this uh, particular way of things say, "Wait, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, the blue water Navy guys that are not." Covered by this benefit, could always just file for direct exposure. Well, if you go back in time, that's what ended up when the veteran or the VA changed the rules for the Blue Water Navy and said everybody had to have boots on ground if you wanted to get benefits for herbicide exposure. I mean Agent Orange, uh, and in the history of direct exposure on board any ships uh, I don't think there's been I want to say one or two but to be safe let's say there have been less than ten or a dozen that have ever won a direct exposure case uh, by shipboard exposure in the, all the years since the H Orange Act was passed in 1991 so there's a fast one going on in that regard too
2: yes there is and you know, I personally think that if you have a a Vietnam uh, service medal that, you know, uh, which a lot of them on the aircraft carriers did have, I think. Yep. Uh, yep. I, I know Stress did. And uh, then that should make them eligible for benefits if they have a Agent Orange um uh, you know, uh one of their presumptions, uh, maybe Parkinson's or maybe whatever. Uh uh they have I don't know how many different diseases associated with it. There's semicolon uh disease, uh, you got pulmonary hypertension, you got all kinds of things. So uh, if they happen to have some of those, I mean,
1: it's kind of strange,
2: but two guys can be on the same boat or ship, one guy can get bad sick with all these presumptives, and the other guy didn't. Maybe they're in different locations on the ship or drank out of different water fountains or... Worcester their clothes, uh, you know, er, 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 there's all s- sorts of excuses. But if they look at the presumptives, the presumptives should say, look, uh, yeah, you were in the vicinity because you have a Vietnam service medal. Uh, that should be it. It shouldn't be uh, you was two miles offshore and... And now, if you're you was four miles offshore, you don't get nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's, uh, uh, that's not logical.
4: Well, that's that's the arbitrary uh, illogical line that gets drawn. Uh, yeah. Just for the sake of the history of this, uh, what, you said, uh, so what you, said, you said, use the Vietnam Service Medal, was exactly the way the VA actually wrote up the uh, regulations for who was eligible back in 1991 when the Agent Orange Act was initially passed. Uh, uh-huh. That's what they changed in, in 2002. And some of the uh, rumors, I guess, of why they changed that was that, well, uh, they were starting to give Vietnam service medals to people who were not in the theater of combat. Um That that may or may not be true, I don't know, but if a blue water sailor is going to be eligible uh, then he needs two things. He needs to show that he received the Vietnam Service Medal which indicates he was in the theater of combat and he shows some kind of uh, documentation that he was on a ship uh, and the VA actually has, has accepted uh, things like, if you had your picture in the cruise book, well, that meant you we were on that ship. Uh, so that, that will weed out the uh, apparent things like a guy that uh, flew out of uh, air base in Guam to uh, drop uh, bombs on North Vietnam and flew in, in the airspace that was uh 30, 35,000 feet above the in altitude,
2: yeah, uh, right.
4: If if he can't show that he was on a Navy ship, then he's not eligible. That's and it doesn't seem to be that difficult to me.
2: Well, don't me either. I mean, and and two, the bottom line being, you got to have one of the presumptives or two or more. Um, that right there tells you. Uh, exposure was more than likely, and uh they they should be compensated if they have uh presumptives well, that's
4: exactly right and the, the uh, key there is that there wasn't anything else in the area that uh consistently caused those diseases that are on the Agent Orange registry list. Um, they they are from the TCDD, uh, which I won't even try to remember what the uh, tetrapolar whatever whatever. Uh, but the component of dioxin in the Agent Orange uh, is what has been causing these diseases. Uh, there was no other element over there in the the vicinity of Vietnam that, that could cause the diseases that are on that list. So to me it's hands down, uh that's that's what caused it. Had been the had been the Agent Orange.
2: So I I you I just don't understand what all the hoop to raw is. I mean you have your evidence. I mean the guy's sick as a dog, he's about to die And from uh, Agent Orange presumptive, and and he was on a ship there, Uh, so what if that ship was 100 miles out? It don't matter because uh, how far would that Agent Orange wash out to sea? Tide comes in, goes out. Who knows how far that goes out to sea?
4: Uh, I don't think they know. It, it's been it's been found in uh, uh, Alaska, uh, for instance, and uh, uh, so, so the mode of travel for uh, toxins like that is uh, has no limit. Uh, it's like the sand that blows across the Atlantic from Africa and lands in Florida. Well, it's it's done that forever, and it's going to continue yeah. doing that. And things move.
2: That's right. And uh, the presumptive should be the bottom line. If he, if the veteran has a presumptive ailment associated with Agent Orange, and he has a Vietnam Service Medal, then uh, you know, uh, and the doctor's statement uh, saying that his his Agent Orange presumptive, whatever it may be, was more likely than not caused by Agent Orange, it, it, the guy should not have an issue. He should become, uh, get compensation.
4: Yeah, he would have, in that case, he would have all the pieces to the puzzle to uh, uh, get those benefits to help him, uh, even just paying Dr. uh, uh or getting the treatment without having to pay the doctor bills um, and that's all it should it should, it should
2: take Yeah, we
4: just have I we mean, have a go ahead that's there.
2: 38 CFR and it don't say in there that they're going to raise your house payment to pay this poor veteran
4: <laughs> yeah uh, we're getting into a new area here when we're when we're reaching for funds that uh, haven't been allocated by Congress. And why don't they get allocated by Congress? Um, good question. You know, I I don't have a good answer for that one, but the fact that they're not makes this whole thing questionable, like you say, about uh, if we give the... VA, or even, even Congress, who's acting on behalf of the VA, to go to other sources, such as the VA home loans, and take or uh, add fees to that, um, boy, that's, uh, that's a bad precedent to start because uh, you don't know where it's going to end, like you had said.
2: I'd like paying the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Funny you should mention that.
2: Huh? <laughs> uh, but uh, folks, please contact your legislators. Uh, you know we have to help the Blue Water Navy veterans. Uh, they're deserving. They're so, most, a lot of them are real bad sick, and it, the burden should. Shouldn't be put on the back of other veterans now they use the verbiage uh uh two or three dollars well, it shouldn't be that the b a should cough up the money. it's their responsibility to get the money they're the b a they're the ones that pay, pay it out. they control the funds and uh uh so
4: well, They're, then they're
2: looking they're at other veterans to pay for sick veterans, and I don't know where it ever end, but it's something that shouldn't be allowed.
4: Well, and take one step further back from that, Gerald, because the Congress uh, is the, the group, the organization, that gives money to the VA, or that allocates the budget that the VA uses, so... If the Congress doesn't give that to the VA, um, there is the argument that says why they can't afford to pay it out for uh, other than who they're taking care of now.
2: Well, the VA has a responsibility to see to it Congress does pay it out. They got sick veterans. Uh, I mean, they got a president they can go to, uh, the VA. They got their own secretary. They can pick up phone call uh, President Trump any time. Say, look, we need funding for these veterans, and we, you know, Congress not releasing it. Has has there been has the B A asked Congress to help the Blue Water Navy? Other than this rinky-dink thing they're trying to put together here. Uh, this well, H.R. 299. I mean, you know, we all agree the Blue Water Navy veterans that's sick needs taken care of. But it's a method of taking care of that we don't agree on.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> you know, we don't know where this crazy thing to end up. The BA has an obligation to take care of them. Now, uh they they need to do their job and get the funds.
4: Well, and that's uh, over the course of the we're coming on to twelve years for this uh, HR two nine nine the current uh, uh, Blue Water Navy bill. It's it's been that that long since uh, I've been advocating for it, and uh, it's. Uh, it's Congress's deal. They need uh, everybody listening, like Beryl said. Pick up your phone, call your senators and your representatives, and and start ask, have them ask questions. Uh, why is it going this particular way? Uh, why doesn't Congress just allocate money to the VA instead of uh, letting the VA increase the... Uh, a fee that goes on to the VA home loans. Uh, it's, it's like you said, in the 38 uh, Code of Federal Regulations of 38, there's already language that designates the Congress to allocate the money and the veterans to use it uh, in the proper manner that uh, uh, those for the veterans that deserve it. Uh, and It hasn't happened that way. And people yeah. say, well, you know, if, if somebody if wanted it to happen uh, in Washington it would happen. And it has yeah. not happened. And it may not yeah. yet, we don't we don't know. But it's pretty apparent that somebody must not want it to happen. And I think that's my final conclusion uh, on
2: that. I have to agree with you on that uh on that part, uh, John. Uh someone spot this all the way through. And, you know, I've been involved with you for, I think, ever since this bill started.
4: Yeah.
2: And and uh, it's just unreal. I mean, there are too many sick veterans involved with the Blue Water Navy. Where's the funds? Had the funds been allocated and the VA just slapped the money off? Uh, what, they're a billion dollars, some hospital somewhere, what, they're a billion dollars or more overrun? Uh, what about these veterans out here? Why are they building a, a new hospital anyway when we got got uh, 700, 800 buildings uh, vacant now? Uh, now... Someone needs to investigate this. Going back, I'd like to see uh, Congress investigate it. Why Why is this happening? Uh, why are these uh, uh, groups? Uh, look, we got the Blue Water Navy. We have the uh, burn pit veterans, uh, the Gulf War veterans, uh, all these different groups. Uh, your Project One Twelve Chad veterans, and uh, uh, and all you get is denials. Uh, nothing ever happened, and the BA, uh, you know, takes some fifty years to moan own up to the fact that something happened.
4: Yep, and uh, like Bertie said, time is the is the key yeah, to that. It's a, no, i no, well, I admit. mean,
2: yeah. How I many died waiting here.
4: Yeah. And um, uh, what
2: about their spouses? You know, that just totally give up.
4: Uh, well, that that's what generally happens when you get so frustrated with something that uh, it's just worth it's just not worth the, the effort that, that goes into it. Now, you, you know? had uh, said before that uh, there are some numbers that aren't quite known. Uh, with the Blue Water Navy, uh, there is documentation that there uh, there are known numbers, uh, and that that number happens to be 174,000 uh, offshore naval personnel. Uh, now, that uh, in the documentation it says those were uh, personnel, 174,000 that were quote in Vietnam. Now. Back in those days, that meant that they were in the theater of combat, uh,
0: yeah. and that's
4: all you needed to earn the Vietnam service letter. And sure, there, was, sure. there were several uh, thousand, I would suspect, uh, naval personnel that were not assigned to the Blue Water Navy. Uh, there, were courses of course, is the Brown Water Navy, and there are some land-based positions, especially communications related, I think that 174,000 covers just about everybody, or at least that's what the Department of Defense Manpower Center seems to think. So those are the numbers that were used to put the budget together to pay for the Blue Water Navy bill. So they knew the numbers, and then they said, "Well, where can we find that money? Because we don't want to, we don't want to give it." Here's
2: where the problem started. That's where it started. And I would say that may be even a low number. Uh, It sounds to me like they're not quite sure.
4: Uh, uh, Yeah, and if I would roll the dice, I'd say, yeah, maybe a little more than 174,000. But that's what the the Department of Defense Manpower Center has has publicized. So um, I don't see where the discrepancy is other than uh, if someone wants to challenge that number, then they need to have the DOD manpower center go back and, and look at this again. Well, yeah. here we've got a little more time we need to add on if that happens. Uh, and it's been 12 years already. So uh, there are some pretty sick veterans that, that need this to happen years ago.
2: Yes, years ago. And a lot of them going to die pure, prematurely for lack of proper medical treatment, uh, which is sad. Uh, why isn't the VA? The VA has an obligation to go to Congress and say, look, we have to have funds to take care of these Blue Water Navy veterans. Now are they getting them funds and 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 just uh slapping them off on a bunch of foolishness instead of taking care of veterans? Uh, I don't know uh, you know, I think the plane needs investigated real real bad uh, uh, they need to have some hearings. Has the funds been put forward, and we're not aware of it. And they're going somewhere else. Bonuses and moving expenses, and them people move around like you never believe. Uh, I think every other U-Haul truck you see on the highways, uh, uh, a VA employee moving from one area to the next, <laughs> Yeah,
4: and getting paid mileage. Well, and getting paid
2: mileage. Yeah. So what's going on with all that? But I mean, you know, I believe if someone just done a quick investigation, Congress has access to all these numbers. Well, there uh, hasn't
4: been anything
3: specifically
4: uh, passed as a legislation for. In this case, the Blue Water Navy. That, that hasn't happened yet. And that's what two nine nine is. But uh, to go to the depth of what your argument is, back in 1991, when they passed the Agent Orange Act, it included the guys that were offshore. It included everyone who was in the theater of combat uh, in, in Vietnam, and that's based on the fact that it was the Vietnam service medal that uh, you had to have earned for you to eligible. So the the argument might still be made, well, uh, if they were told to cover all the Vietnam veterans back in 1991, and then they stopped paying the veterans who didn't have their boots on the ground in 2002, I don't believe the VA gave them back any money. because they weren't going to spend it on those guys without boots on ground anymore. Um, so, so for your argument, you might say, well, they still have the money then. They've been directed to make those payments. That's possible. The, the payments for the
2: veterans. That's possible. But I don't know how, you know, the veteran get to it. Uh, take someone above my pay grade. They still well, have the right.
4: They make they make the path as rocky as possible.
2: Yeah. They
3: still they still have the money. The VAs a revolving door. Every day, a veteran dies. Right. Thousands of veterans die. Yeah. Every day, veterans get service connected. The money's still in the system. It's not new money. It's old money. So yeah, I think it's you're not right, John. Yeah, it's a, it's like you know, one gets off the bus, one gets on. 'cause every veteran gets service naked, how many die.
4: Well I think the rate of dying is a lot faster than the rate of the new
3: guys coming on board. It's just uh let me just save them uh, let me just got plenty of money. They'll they'll be able to go ahead and uh, pay these uh, blue water guys and not even not even not even notice the money being gone.
2: Well I know one thing. After 17 years, there's been a lot of veterans died. So I must be way down.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think that number is uh, about 350 a day uh, of the Vietnam. If you're a veteran, die. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm betting
4: the largest percentage of those were Vietnam veterans with uh, that
2: earned the yeah. Vietnam
3: service. Return. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason, you know, look at. I mean. Hey guys, World War II vets are about gone. There's not many left at all. You know, there's a very small percentage left from what they have been. They have
4: uh, Right.
3: Vietnam vets. Right. You know, that's gonna be the next class to start going out, you know, in in mass groups. And after that well, you know, you
4: know, a, you've got anyone who would for or, HR two nine nine, uh, Means that they're that they're currently sick. They they have to show up with the, one of those diseases, and if that's true, mm-hmm. they're not going to be on the payroll ten years from now because that bill is costed out for ten years. Uh, I, I think yeah. uh, that that's going to be a a dry pocket by uh, by the time ten years comes around. There won't be anybody to
3: pay. Yeah. And, I like to see Mad Bull uh, Project One Twelve. That whole bill. You know what, Gerald?
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's unreal. Call your legislators, folks. The only ones we know can help would be Congress, and if you call your legislators, explain this to them, because uh, if... If this passes in the verbiage that it's in, that's H.R. 299, it could come back and affect uh, any and all veterans out there. Uh, uh, I don't know where where this thing would end, but.
3: it would affect every veteran. Every
2: veteran. I think it would. Uh, eventually, it, it will come around to all veterans. Now once they get used to pulling uh raising and uh, taking money out of your paycheck, uh or not paycheck well, be be check, job check or it's going pension.
3: It's gonna be more popular, because you know, with this new regime we got in, you know, interest rates are gonna go sky high anyway, They're pretty soon and they're going up right now as yeah. we And when they go up, more veterans are going to be, it's going to cost you more down payments. So more veterans are going to use the VA benefit to get a VA loan for a little better interest rate. And it's going to skyrocket. Yeah. 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 So I can't, that that writing's on the wall.
2: So please contact your congressmen and senators. Give them a call. Tell them this is is wrong. Uh, The VA should, if, if a veteran has some of these presumptives, uh, the VA should compensate them. And the fact that they're broke uh, is not a legitimate excuse. They're not broke. They have the money to deal with. Don't tell how much money they're sitting on. We want them to do the right thing by the veterans. Veterans signed their... Life away when they went into service. And the BA promised to take care of them. So, yep. anyway, John, I appreciate you coming on. We're just about out of time here. And let's hope we get some calls uh, going towards Washington there. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll stay up to date on this because I'm sure everybody will want to know how this ends. And well, uh, with that... I'll
4: be watching it closely, usually. I'll guarantee
2: you that. So. Okay. Uh, and we want to thank Hadit for letting us uh, put this podcast on. And I hope everybody mm-hmm. out oh, he, there enjoyed oh, the show.
3: Yeah. Everybody so tune in next week, next Thursday night, at seven o'clock Eastern time. We got a special guest on the show. It's going to be Paul Sullivan out of Bergman and Ford. So uh, everybody get a chance to listen. It's going to be a good show.
2: Yeah, Paul. Paul's a good doctor. He'll uh, keep us entertained. He won't let me fall asleep. <laughs> 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 With that, this will be uh, Gerald Cook with Jay Basser and John Rossi. We'll be signing off for now.
3: You've been listening to the Had com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Had All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Had or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Had com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Basser Show.